good on ya. Another glorious day here. 74 balmy degrees. Sun showering us with its warmth and love. Yes. Kiteland is the place to be basking in that afterglow of improving the quality of life of humanity. Uh -huh. Yes. Is there anything better? And today we go deep. Yeah. That's because it's Thursday and everyone in Kiteland knows that Thursdays are all about the deprivation, moderation, abstinence, and humility. <sighs> we say this a lot. Well, because we mean it a lot. Yep. And today's discussion is important. Is it? it it's a message that the world <laughs> seems to need at this very time. And we are reaching out our hand to help you out of the quicksand. So... Please take it. And once we pull you out, understand that it's your moral obligation mm -hmm. to extend your hand to another. That's how it works, folks. Mm -hmm. And now that we've got that understood, welcome aboard. Here's your welcoming gift, our gift of the day. The darkest days are not those without light, but without hope. Hope does not leave voluntarily. You show it the door. Wow. Are your days darker than they should be? We fix that. I like it. Yeah. And, you know, we talk a lot about how hope is not a plan. True. But that can be easily misinterpreted as hope not having a purpose. Right. Do you think? No. For the record, that's not our perspective. And we have not declared war on hope, as some have pointed out. Right. And for clarification's sake, let's break this down. Okay. Hope is the dangling carrot that hovers just out of reach that motivates us like the racehorse it keeps us moving forward exactly right? exactly yeah we believe in that carrot we believe in the carrot so much so that we have carrot tattoos no i'm <laughs> kidding that would be freaking hilarious though all right if somebody i'll tell you what if somebody goes out and gets a carrot tattoo i don't care how small it is you get a free admission to one of our live seminars there you go the gauntlet's been thrown down but being believers in the carrot, we also know that we may never reach it. And that's okay. In fact, that's the purpose of it. Because as we look behind us, we notice that the carrot has brought us significantly forward, inspired us, and dislodged us from the rut and continues to bring us ahead. Yeah. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Martha Stewart <laughs> stole that it's from a Martha good, Stewart. Good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she said that in prison. Ooh, sorry. Ouch. No, Martha's my girl. She's from Jersey, just up the road. Yeah. That said, it has a singular purpose, and as an, as noble as its purpose is, hope merely is a step in a vast staircase towards self-actualization and beyond. Can you believe I came up with that? I totally. Sometimes I'm smart. S-M-R-T. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Homer. <laughs> so, no one here in Kite Land is hating on hope. We value its purpose. But also acknowledge its limited capacity. Yep. A butter knife. <laughs> a butter knife is a knife, and it's very effective. More than other knives in spreading warmed butter across a piece of bread. So true. However, you know better than to try to shuck an oyster with a butter knife. I might have tried it once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of broken butter knives and broken skin. So anyway, or... You also don't want to slice a prime rib or a tri-tip with it. Exactly, because much like that butter knife starting the meal, hope is the catalyst to formulate a comprehensive plan that incorporates multiple tools. Right. 
I can't help but be distracted by the fact that yeah. Daisy's walking around. She hasn't walked around all day. The click, clack, click, clack. Yeah. She just dropped her bone right but at my the, foot. The, but the record button goes on, yeah. and she's actually yeah. playing with <laughs> a bone. <laughs> she's got a bone in her mouth. And you can hear her her caller. And then my phone's not on mute. This is really some high-quality broadcasting, everyone. High-quality. So this seems like a great place to enter into story time. Speaking Please. of carrot moving forward. Save us. Save us. Oh, you know, and one thing, though. We forgot to mention. Today's our first day of... The COVID cave. We are not in studio. You may uh, probably notice some audio differences. Obviously, the dog being a part of that. But today, we're pirate radio style. We are not in the coziness of our studio. So we got booted. So if it's different, we apologize. Now, back to story, story time. time. I have a reputation of full disclosure. And you're not going to disappoint today. No, no, definitely not. not. I want all of my beloved kite flyers and members of our community to see that I'm just like you, human, galvanized by my experiences. Right, and at the end of the day, I hope that we we all see that you're not a victim. You're just a survivor. True. Yeah. I vividly recall the diagnosis. Okay, David, now that we've got everyone's attention, slow your roll. Right, right. This is call to action time. What? Is that code for commercial? Well, we don't have fancy sponsors. Yet. Hint, hint. <laughs> and our mission is to improve the quality of life of humanity. Facts combined, we need your help. So please... Put us on pause. Accept our challenge and share this podcast with five, five people, people today, today so that we can grow our community together. We can't fulfill our mission without you, our kite flyers. Thank, Thank you, you for, for your, your support. support. Now, back to our story. He has acute separation anxiety disorder that triggers panic attacks and if untreated could lead to depression. Damn. Labels, labels, and more labels. That's what they do best. But my parents were satisfied to have... Quote, the monster identified. Their son was broken, imperfect, flawed. And to make matters worse, in my presence, the therapist said, you can't fix a person. Jeez. Yeah, no, my heart sunk because I foolishly bought into that bullshit. Well, you have to understand, after all, this was a, a quote-unquote healthcare professional saying this, uh, right? Yeah, well, he at least had some degrees that made me feel yeah. like he was a healthcare professional. So that is careless but fateful statement disengaged me from hope and my world became dark within one year i had four therapists holy yeah the first one that uh, hit me with that initial diagnosis decided it would be a great idea to take me the very person who's suffering from this acute separation disorder and physically separate me from the people i was fearing were abandoning me and when I attempted to run to the door to verify that they had not left the building, departing from his training, at least I think, maybe it's still part of the training, I don't know, he grabbed me and restrained me. I was super strong. He was super fat. And, <laughs> and I've never read that in any books. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I was joking, being facetious as, as usual. Uh, you know what he did? He freaking sat on me. He sat on me to get me to stop going for the door. And let me guess, 
that was the very last time you saw him. Uh, without a doubt, my <laughs> parents were livid. They actually didn't believe me at first. Really? Yeah, no. So one by one, the next therapist had me playing in sandboxes, drawing pictures, petting animals, and talking, talking, talking. I was so damn sick of talking. Sure, you just wanted to. You just wanted to not feel like the anxiety rushing through your veins every second of the day. Yep. And by the fourth therapist, I was absolutely numb. You just wanted to be normal. Normal's good. And I realized that none of these jackasses with parchment on the walls was worth a damn. Ironically, they were collectively successful in that I had lost all hope in them helping me. Right. Especially when they accepted the outcome of never fixing you. Yeah. So without hope in my corner, I had no other option than to abandon their bullshit, step up, and, quote, fix myself. And you never looked back. Nope. In fact, you may not know this, but that's where the fix, we fix that comes from. I, I'm not it kidding. It was born of that It was therapist. born of that because I believe you can right. fix. Yeah. And just for the record, we don't fix people. We give them the tools to fix themselves. Similar to this story. Hmm, that's weird. Hmm. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm not only I didn't only feel normal, I felt unstoppable. You felt like you cracked the code is what I'm picking up. I might feel that still today. <laughs> and I was excited to help everyone else. I laughed sarcastically as I declared victory over my disorder and victory over traditional psychotherapy. And for those of you who have been taking notes, yes, you may call me out on this. I do have a degree in psychology. Why would you have a degree in psychology? Well, that's simple. I felt like I was smarter than them. <laughs> and I knew that all I had to do was graduate, take a brief test to get licensed, and I would dominate the field. And did you? Why or why not? No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did it similar in another field where I found a deficit and a need because... Halfway through my degree, as I was fed all kinds of psycho mumble jumbo, going through the motions of pretending that I believed in most of what appeared to be worthless hocus pocus, I discovered that you can heal a person without a license. Mm -hmm. Hell, you can even heal a person without a degree. So I completed my degree with an emphasis in industrial organizational psychology. And now you're healing business and people alike. alike. Exactly. And while I have the degree... I don't need a license as long as I don't call it mm. psychotherapy. And right. in fact, I am doing my damnedest and trying to keep myself away from that terminology altogether, just distancing myself. It's a little more effective, quicker, less expensive, and probably yields better results anyway. Uh, amen to that. <laughs> yeah. So to say that you're deliberately distancing yourself from the term psychotherapy is truly an understatement yeah, it to me it is apples to freaking bowling balls and as usual another meaningful digression <laughs> to reinforce my disdain for traditional therapy having struck out with four therapists i foolishly re-entered the belly of the beast when work and life stress well my mismanagement of work and life stress started triggering panic attacks and acute anxiety attacks in adulthood this wave seemed to be too big for me as a challenge. So like a horse running back into the burning barn. Yeah, you sought out therapy again. Yeah. Oh, my God. My logic was that uh, maybe I just had bad luck. <laughs> bad luck four for four. Uh, right. <laughs> and, then, and that perhaps the world of psychology has moved the needle. Nope. No. The first therapist I saw upon the intake process discovered my talents 
and saw dollar signs. I, I'm not kidding you. He offered to go into business together and spent more time plotting that course. <laughs> than actually helping you. A hundred percent. I didn't feel like he was there to help me and I was paying him. So at first I thought uh, perhaps this was a new technique to heal me, but I wasn't seeing any results. And the final straw was when he said, man, you got to hurry up and get better. We got money to make. I'm not making that up. Then the all-time capper. My absolute last exposure to therapy for my anxiety was a woman who I think initially meant well, and I have I have to admit, did move the needle a little bit with me. But okay. as she got to know me a little bit more, and that's what they do, right? They purge all this personal information from you. It's, mm -hmm. it's a little invasive. She figured out all my gifts and my talents and knew at the core that um, my heart is good. And toward the end of our experience, together no she, uh, yeah no she rolled the dice and, and blatantly she, asked me out she asked you out yeah yeah despite knowing that i was married at the time yeah so needless to say this probably didn't go over well with the wife I can did you tell her oh it, i can still see it it plays oh. out in my mind oh oh she was pissed yeah well and her rightfully so her mother is a therapist and she is now a therapist too so there is some code there you you don't do that anyway and speaking of wife, when we went to couples therapy, she chose the therapist and it blew up in her face as the therapist suggested to me in a one-on-one -on -one session to, quote, kick her to the curb. What? Oh, I'm not kidding. So begrudgingly, <laughs> that was over. Begrudgingly, I had one final exposure after my near-fatal Jeep accident. I was having significant trouble driving. Uh, sleeping and generally functioning. I had three sessions with a woman who would say things like, wow, your insight is better than mine. You should be sitting where I am. <laughs> no, that's not what you want to hear. Definitely not what you want to hear. No, it's like a pilot saying, you seem to be <laughs> able to fly better than me. <laughs> Get on over here. <laughs> and worse, she kept tossing up these feeble attempts to upsell me. What's this upselling crap in psychotherapy? She's trying to get me to take her hokey ass hypnosis. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's a thing. So once again, you're leaving unsatisfied, totally repulsed by the industry. Yeah, and if these folks have licenses, what does that say about the trade in general? Right. So if you all are keeping count, yep. uh, you had four therapies, therapists in childhood. Right, four as a kid. Four in adulthood. Four in adulthood. So that makes... You're eight for eight. I'm eight for eight. And I'll tell you what, I was a baseball player all the way up and through college. <laughs> That's batting a thousand, folks. <laughs> right. And with numbers like that, you cannot tell me it's a coincidence. Uh, or that I reached in and got the only rotting peaches in the basket every single friggin' time. Right. Mm, peaches sound good right now. <laughs> Why did I good. say peaches? It's usually <laughs> apples. Anyway. So with each experience of really needing help and each experience resulting in losing all hope, I had no choice but to bring the light back into my own dark day. By yourself. By myself. And if maybe that was their big plot, all eight therapists got together they and said, hey, said he let's could... force this guy. Let's not help him at all. In fact, let's hold him down, literally, in some cases, and force him to do it on his own because that's going to make him stronger. Maybe they all plotted together. I don't know. He doesn't need our help. Not likely the case. So ultimately, not depending on those pseudo-professionals. And instead, kind of relying upon the person you absolutely need to have faith in and hope in. Yeah, which is your, me. Yourself. Yep. Yeah. 
And the red kite movement is predicated upon this philosophy. Yeah. Our aim is to not have you become dependent upon us. Our goal is to teach you how to fix yourself. And we all know the saying, give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, teach a man to fish. You feed him for a lifetime. Right. I always get that mixed up. You do that well. Oh, thank you. Of course. What we're saying is come learn how to fish with us. Yeah. Speaking of learning, ooh, look at the time. A ding, a dang, a ding, dang, dong. Homework is about to be dropped. Yeah, today's kite work assignment deals with, you guessed it, hope. So recap your life and regurgitate a time when you had lost all hope. And then study it. Yeah, draw a conclusion from the moment you lost that hope through the timeline arriving at when you overcame it. Yep, and share what you believe restored it in you. Right. An alternative to this assignment is if you are currently without hope, applying what you learned today, map out a plan to restore it in your life and include the tools you intend to use. And as always, share, share, and share. Share. Yeah, we're a community here and we need your valuable wisdom and input. And speaking of wisdom, Michelle, lots and lots of wisdom bombs dropped here. Probably offended some folks, which is always good. It gets people blood pumping, maybe some reactions. What was your mic drop moment today? David, we talked about regurgitation in this. I'm just going to regurgitate the gift of the day. Do the it. darkest days are not those without light, but those without the hope. Yeah. And folks, hope does not leave voluntarily. You show it the door. So evaluate if your days are darker than they should be, because you know what? We fix that. Get out there and fly that kite. Damn straight. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.